if I quit my job five properties ago, which people was telling me, nah, I wouldn't have been able to get the next five or the next yeah. 10, right? Now it gotta make sense. So I'm not, listen, man, I don't, I don't drive no nice car. I'm not showing off. I'm just a regular kid from the city, go to work and then buy properties and fix them up. You're listening to the official 9 to 5 CEO podcast. This is the show where two 9 to 5ers discuss gyms, strategies, and how to survive the lifestyle of balancing a job and building a business. And now, here are your hosts, Tremaine Robinson and Zena Dixon. Hello, and welcome to the 9 to 5 CEO podcast. I'm Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9 to 5 Landlord. And I'm Zena, a.k.a. Zena Dixon, Inc. And today we have a special episode featuring a guest. And if you want to, bro, you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell people a little bit more about yourself. Well, hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Alex, a.k.a. Al Camden Reynolds. Um, I buy, I buy properties in, in my city, Camden, New Jersey, and um, fix them up and I rent them out. That's what's up. We love that you're repping the city. I'm very familiar with Camden. You have a great aquarium down there that I went to like years ago and I was just like, this is so dope. So it's like so cool that you rep in Camden because I don't I don't think I know any real estate people that's working out of Camden. Well, that's I mean, there, there's a lot of us in there. Um, There is a lot, especially now, because a lot of people start to get a little buzzed. Um, Camden, New Jersey is, you know, it's close to Philadelphia. So it's the only thing that separates Camden and Philly is like a, a mile and a half of water. Right. So we, we is so close to the city of Philadelphia, but Camden was always a hood, right? Which is it's still a bad neighborhood in, in certain parts. But me being from the city, I, I decided like I can own more property here, even though people can say it's a bad, it's, it's just it's the hood. But for me, it's home. So me buying property right. in my, was, was always a good thing for me. Right, right. And that's that's so important because a lot of people think, oh, I'm not going to buy in the hood. You know, I'm going to try and buy in this, you know, upper upper echelon area, which is cool. You know, we want people to move up, but there's gold in the hood. And on top of that, it's like you want to empower our neighborhoods so that they're they're better. Like let's let's infuse some money into these neighborhoods so they're not the hood anymore. You know, and people don't have that mindset. Like, let me start in my own backyard to fix what what's going on. And it's like, it's really dope that you're from Camden because you know the nuances of the city exactly. and, you know, how you want to move in it in terms of your rehabs and stuff. So that's pretty cool. No, that what you just said makes so, so much sense, right? People that always hit me up on my DMs, they be like, well, I want to invest. I'm like, find the city that you live in, right? Just, just, just analyze deals, right? Your, your neighborhood, like to your next block from the next block. When I start realizing what I had in my city, like my own city, the place where I grew up, where, where I grew up at and knew the potential that was there, right? The potential that and that I'm able to do great in my city, meaning I'm able to make money, right? Because that's what we in here for, right? Buy property, yeah. invest, and I'm able to fix my city up, right? I'm able to do something to my community, buying a property that's just run down or, or in bad shape, fix it up, put good people in there and make money doing it. And it, it was like... It's a great feeling, right? And so especially like now that if I'm in the city fixing the property up and people do that that I know that I grew up with, they see me doing the same thing. It's kind of like a um, you know, like it's contagious when people doing good, right? They see me doing it. So they're like, wow, Al can buy properties where he's from, right? He's from this neighborhood. Why can I? And then that's right. good for me because if you buy a property in the same area and you build it up and you fix it up, you're making my city better, right? You build it exactly. my house. We all win. 
Exactly. Exactly. So let's run it back. This is the nine to five CEO podcast. So we definitely want to always know your origins. If you're still at your nine to five, how did your nine to five fund your, your, your side hustle that has become like your big hustle? We want to know your story. So, so I'm a worker. I'm still a worker. Um, when people always say, ah, why you don't quit? Like, why? Like we, I don't need to quit now. Um, this is something that I'm building. Right. And then my job helped a lot. I'm a truck driver for Coca-Cola. I've been there for 15 years. Um, and, you know, as you work, everybody tell you the same thing. Like, look, get a pension, a 401k, and then you're going to retire, right, um, in 50 years, right? I don't even know how old you got to be to retire anymore. But for me, I knew that wasn't it, right? I knew I needed to put my money somewhere that I could start working for me, that I can able to invest it while I'm still working. Because I recommend people do not quit their job, right? Just use your job as to fund your next business, right, or your next deal, whatever you want to do, right? So... Me working at Coca-Cola for X amount of years, I was able to use my 401k for deals. I was able to take money off that. I was able to have reserve off of my um off of my 401k. Um and, and the bank is easier to lend you money when you got a W-2 job. So when I was able to use that and, and use the information that I knew that working at a company for X amount of years helped me fund a lot of my deals that I have now. And it would have been a lot harder. Not saying it was impossible, but it would have been a lot harder for me to get funding if I didn't have a, a W-2 job. So um, I definitely, when people use, when people have a job now, figure out how you can use that job to fund your deals. And, and you know, a lot of people that do DM me, I'm like, look, 401k, go to a bank, get a pre-approval, and, and then you'll get a better chance of getting it than you, you just an uh, entrepreneur from the street because the bank is not going to lend to somebody that don't show proof of income. Right. No, that's a fact. That's right. a fact. If you could, what was your first introduction to real estate? Was it somebody talking about it on the job? Was it social media? What was it that kind of catapulted you and had you like, you know what, I got to buy me some real estate? You know what? You know, I don't know. Like, it's one of them things is like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, being from the city of, of, of in, in, in a bad neighborhood, like, you know, a lot of people you grew up with either selling drugs or in a corner or doing the bad things. So there was never a person that I looked up to that did real estate. Um, I, I knew I was a hard worker. I knew that I can that I can work hard in anything I do. So when I was working, um, when I bought, I had bought a property when I was 19 for me, though. I, was, I bought the property. I lived in a property. And then when I was ready to sell the property. I was going to move to another house, but something told me to keep it, right? I don't even know what it was. It was even kind of like, I, I, I knew, I didn't think I was going to be a big investor or a big real estate investor. I just said, it made sense to me, right? You buy something, you own it and you pay a mortgage. I buy you make somebody else pay that mortgage and you keep the property. So I did that 10 years ago and I kept that property and I didn't buy another property since. It was just that property was mine and I lived in. The last three years, um, I was listening to um, podcasts, um, educating myself, listening to Rich, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad was a, a big book that I, I listened to. Then I realized, wow, I don't I don't need to work forever. If I start understanding this real estate game, which I already had a property for 10 years, I just didn't move on it. I just I just felt like that made sense. I'm like, damn, imagine if I do that 10 times. Imagine if I got 20 properties. Imagine if I got 30 properties. So then when my mind started working, then now figuring out different ways to fund deals, buy properties, um, do that stuff. I'm like, oh, this is great. So that yeah, I don't, so dope. I don't know who who told me. I, it was one of the things is I'm real like a guy. If it makes sense, I'm, um, I'm all for it. Then, you know what I mean? Then you do the more research into it. Then that's where I'm at now. Right, right. So um, that's that's really cool and key. Um, a lot of people they feel like, 
oh, I just want to jump into this entrepreneur thing, you know, and that's the secret sauce to have a W-2 because the banks, they're going to look at you side eye if you come with them and you're like, oh, I got all this cash. Can I just, you know, they're going to be like, nah, we'll, we'll do that. We're not trying to launder no money over here. <laughs> so it's, it's like really key that people understand you should start your business while you have a nine to five and hold on to your nine to five for as long as possible because it gives you a cushion of comfort, right? So you're not stressing about that next deal or if somebody don't pay their rent or, you know, it's, it just it just eliminates a lot of issues. So I'm so glad that you said that. Nah, 100% makes total sense because people want, like, people don't want to have the patient or people want that uh, microwave money, meaning that, that that money that you put in the microwave quick and, and you think you're going to get it quick, right? No, it don't work like that. Just just play the, play the long game, right? Figure out what you want to do. And understand that working at a job ain't bad. You know what I mean? We, we, we all do it. Having a nine to five or whatever plan you got working at, at a W-2 is, is, is so great when you go to a bank and the bank can see that you got income. So for anybody that don't understand, if, if you can't lend somebody money, right? Somebody borrow, you borrow all right, $100, right? And you, and you can know that they, you don't, they, don't, they can't prove that how they're going to get that money back. It's hard for you to lend them the hundred dollars, but if they come in there and they can explain that, all right, well, I got this income coming in, and that's what we do when we go to these banks for for lending. Is look, I got proof. If if this goes wrong, this goes wrong, this goes wrong. The bank, I can show you, I still have a W two that brings this much income that I'm still able to pay pay the mortgage, and that's and and that helped me a lot, extremely a lot. So all these properties and good credit also, but my W two, and it's going to continue to help me too. Eventually, you know what I mean? I don't have to work for it, but I don't mind working now. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So can you tell us, um, like, what what are your goals for this year? I know that you just closed on a property, um, like, a week ago, I think? Yeah, yeah, I closed on one a week, like, a week ago. I closed on one two weeks ago from that, and I got one Friday that I'm going to close again um, for another closing. Um, I don't know. My goal is to keep buying, to keep figuring this thing out, like, like as many as I got now, which is great. I'm still learning. I'm still figuring out. I'm still under trying to understand how all this work that I can multiply instead of just adding now. Now right. I'm gonna like try different partners with different people, with different lenders to see how can this all make sense that I can continue to buy. So lately, it been it, it been good. It been good. I've been finding easier deals. But which I want to say is that. It's not like I'm getting luckier, right? It's like all the work that I put in the last couple of years, it's like it's starting to come, it's, it's starting to come up a lot easier. Like people know what I'm doing. Like you said, my my name, Camden, is under my name with Al Camden Reynolds. People know that they got properties in my city. They 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 DMing me, they hitting me up. Um, like I went to go see one property last three weeks ago. This is about to close next week. And the guy was like, look, you're the only one that came in. And we can make a deal now. And I felt that yeah. it was good because he reached out to me first. I was the only one that was able to see because I knew if it, if it went to the to the market, people would have bought it. So, um, but I, it's not like I'm getting luckier. I'm just feeling like the hard work that I've been putting in the X amount of years is starting to pay off. Okay, that's so dope. So, um, so I have a question. So, do you are you is your play single families or multi families or do you do a mix of both? Single families. I love single families. I went to go see a couple of duplexes today, which I'm interested. Whatever you know, what I mean numbers make sense. But in the beginning, I, I thought I was going to do duplexes, which uh, or multi family because you know one unit can pay the other ones if one goes wrong. But I love a good single family because 
you put a family in there, right? And you can put a family in there and long-term tenants, which that's what I love. I love to put good people in my houses. I want people to take care of them. I don't want that much turnover. And, and, and the numbers still make sense to me. So when I start buying these single families and, and knowing that I can keep the same tenants for X amount of time, because if let's say you get a one bedroom, two bedroom, uh, some tenants will be like, all right, I need the bigger spot. So the turnover can be a lot um, a lot more. But me, when I get a good single family and, and get good people in there and then they treat that house like it's theirs, which I say it is, you know what I mean? Because they, they the ones taking care of it. That's that's the that's the play I like. But I mean, I'm, I'm, all, I'm open to anything if it goes across my table and it's good. But all my properties, besides the one I have in a duplex with a partner of mine, they're all single families. Okay, dope. Is there are there a lot of multifamilies in Camden, or is that mostly a single family area? There's there there is in different little spots. Like like I said today, I seen two of them. Uh, one of them was one and one, another one was two and two. Um, but I don't know. Um, if they, like I said, if the numbers make sense, it's good. But I love single families just because you get good people. I mean, hopefully you get good people that can stay in there and and, and take care of the house like it's theirs. So. Right. Well, your face lit up when you said that. So you can see the pride. Like you're like, I want to put a family in a single family. So that's like really dope. Because that's the goal, right? Like I, I want to fix these properties up and I want to put good people in these properties. Right. I don't want I'm not a slumlord. I take care of my tenants. Um, all my tenants have my my personal number, which I'm not saying everybody should do what I do, but um I got a relationship. Um I'm my property manager. I run my properties. So it is a big deal, right? When, when, when I know my tenants is taken care of and they, like the other day, yesterday, when I get a phone call from my tenant, you know, the first thing you think, like, oh, all right, what happened? She was like, look, Al, the house next door, they selling that. Here go the sellers. You know what I mean? They want me to buy the one next to them. Wow. Right? That means a lot just because they don't have to do that. But because they know I'm a good person, they'd they be like, well, look, if he can buy this one and this one, he's going to take care of this one. Like, I, I take care of theirs. So that's, you know what I mean? Like, we all here to make money, right? Makes sense. But I also want to be a good person. I want to buy good properties and put good people in it. So that's and it's so you. City. It's in my city. It's in Camden. So, <laughs> right. it. so no, not only are you caking up, you move it with integrity. And that goes a long way. That goes even a longer way because you got that that um, reputation currency out in the street and people reaching out to you because they know you're going to do good business. So that's dope. That's 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 major to me. I don't want I don't want dirty money. I don't want I don't want money just because um, I can do somebody dirty or, or, or put somebody in a bad position because that don't do nothing for me. You know, what I mean, like, like I said, we here to make money. But as I make money, I'm going to try to do the best I can to help the people. You know, what I mean, because like I said, this is my city. This is people just just people that rent doesn't mean I'm better than them. Right. Just because I was able to buy the property. And they wasn't. They just probably got in a bad position with credit. They wasn't able to purchase or even lack of education that they wasn't able to go to a bank and see if they would have got um, approved. So I don't look at people like, right, look, can you rent my property? Can you pay it? If you can, we great. You know what I mean? I don't even want you to call me your landlord. I'm just Alex. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm just a regular, I'm just a regular guy that understood this, this, this real estate a little earlier or, or not even earlier. I was able to take control of it. And um, just regular, I'm just a regular kid from the city that you know, own a lot more properties. No, that's dope. That's dope. Um, how are you funding? Uh these deals for these properties and as it changed have you uh as you've grown man listen i man whoever got the money like like in the beginning it was banking which w2 helped out a lot right so going to these banks and putting in my personal name right like people feel like they need to get an llc right from the rip or and i get it because you know what i mean you, you you start looking on social media everybody's telling you what to do right like oh you should do this way this way there's no 
right, wrong way. Just just make it happen. For me, I was going to these banks, um, regular mortgages and getting conventional loans for these properties. And I was getting approved just because I had the W-2. So now um, it changed because like my next deal is a hard money, which would be my first. It would be my duplex. And that's with a partner. I don't know how that worked all the way, but I'm learning. You know what I mean? I'm willing to learn. Um, I got another one, another partner he had. He had the capital. So he purchased the property. And we, you know what I mean? Um, I found a deal. So whichever way. Wherever, whoever's lending money, borrowing money. And, and if the numbers make sense, don't yeah, your audience. I don't want people just to think, just to buy something you would approve. Let make it make sense. Analyze the deal. See what's the return. See what, what you got to put in to fix it. And if the numbers make sense, listen, let's go for it. Who got the money? <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's dope. Awesome. That's dope. Um, one point I kind of want to go into, bro, because I found it interesting that you were saying how even though you're scaling up in your properties, you are in no rush to leave the job. And I know sometimes for other people, once they get that first deal or second deal, they kind of view in the exit line. For you, how do you feel like, why do you feel like you kind of maintained your confidence with working a nine to five while building and managing your portfolio? Because you're your own landlord. It's patience, understanding, right? Like it got to make sense. It can't, you can't, the people like what you say, they buy two properties, now they want to quit. you like, how do that make sense? Like what lifestyle you want to live? Like, are you going to, are you going to dig yourself deeper? My, I want to scale, right? I want to scale, which I think we all do, um, buying properties or investing in any business. But it got to make sense. I can't leave some, some a guaranteed paycheck right now because the numbers ain't there, right? And, and I'm still able, I'm still in a position to buy, right? I'm not, I'm not kicking my feet up, relaxing. I'm still attacking. I'm still attacking. I'm finding properties. So my I still need my W-2 job to, to fund some of these deals. Or if stuff happens, I, want, I need reserve. You know what I mean? I still have a family. I still have to take care of my kids. I can't just jump out the window thinking, if my parachute going to work, right? I want to make sure I have everything in my backpack if I do jump out the window when it's time. Right now, I'm cool. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not afraid to work. Like, I like to work. Um, yeah, eventually I want to start building my own legacy and, and keep buying it. But right now, it don't, it don't. It's, it's not, it's not, I'm still finding deals. And, and I feel like my W-2 helped out a lot funding a lot of these properties. I think it's so, so refreshing because you are, you've been so like, um, so for, forward with, I don't know everything. I'm still figuring it out. You know, things have to make sense. Like, you know, on Instagram, everybody will make it seem like everything is all good. I'm a millionaire. You know, I don't need to work no more. But, you you know, you're just like, I'm a, I, I got a duplex, but I haven't figured out how I'm going to, you know, work this deal. Or, you know, um, why would I leave my job? My job is helping me build my legacy. I love the fact that you said that because so many people look on Instagram and they think what they want isn't attainable because they think it's one or the other. And mm -hmm. it's totally not like the nine to five is funding everything else. And that gives you like, like you said, you got a family, you you need that security. You need that, you know, everything in your backpack before you jump out the window. That is so key because I've, I've tried it. That was the worst decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> trying to yeah. do this entrepreneur thing without, without, you know, a, a, a parachute. So I'm so glad that you said that. And, you know, I hope that resonates with our listeners that, you know, you can do both and, and we encourage you to do both. So you don't have the stress. <laughs> no, really, 100 percent. Because I'm, I'm listen, I and, and it's great what you say when, I, when I'm on my Instagram page and I post these things. It's just me. I'm not I'm not here to show a, a, a fairy tale that it's not reality for me personally. Yeah, you got guys on jets doing things. And that's great because I don't know how they got there. But me, my my journey. 
right? This is what it is. Work, figuring this stuff out as I go, right? I'm not saying don't try it, right? But don't don't get so ahead of yourself and, and put yourself in a position that one bad deal will, will, will knock you out the game. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not in a position to, to, to take these big L's knowing that I want to get as, as, far, as far as I want to. I got to make it make sense. All right, well, if this don't work, but I got this as a backup. If this don't work, if I quit my job five properties ago, which people was telling me, now nah, I wouldn't have been able to get the next five or the next yeah. 10, right? Now it got to make sense. So I'm not, listen, man, I don't, I don't drive no nice car. I'm not showing off. I'm just a regular kid from the city, go to work and then buy properties and fix them up. And I'm not, I can't, I don't want to sell somebody a fairy tale, a fairy tale that's not real. I'm just saying it's there, it's possible, but definitely, it, it definitely contains work in, you know what I mean? So. Facts, facts. <laughs> I think you need that on a t-shirt. Go to yeah. work, find deals, buy properties. <laughs> hey, repeat, repeat, repeat. <laughs> if you're looking to buy your first multifamily property, but don't know where to start, don't worry any longer. We have a solution for you. Book a one-on-one 60-minute call with Zena Dixon today. In our time together, you will receive the answers to your questions, insight into your goals, and an action plan that you can put into motion to start you and your family on your wealth-building journey. Investing in multifamily real estate was the beginning for countless millionaires. And now is your turn. Book with Zena Dixon today at Cadenly.com forward slash Zena Dixon. I-N-C. That's Calendly.com forward slash Z-E-N-A-D-I-X-O-N-I-N-C. Also see the link in the show notes. Do you work a nine to five but looking to add more value to your five to nine through rental property investment? Rental property management does not have to be difficult, confusing, or impossible while you work your day job. Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9 to 5 Landlord 414 presents 9 to 5 Landlording 101 for Beginners. This complete guide will help you to manage your rental units while you focus on your 9 to 5, and Tremaine will give you the entire blueprint, the tools and the processes he's personally used to manage his rental unit portfolio while working his 9 to 5. Grab yours today at 9 to 5. 5landlord414.gumroad.com That's 9to5landlord414.gumroad.com It's 9to5landlording 101 for beginners by Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9to5landlord414 It's definitely, it's we all can get successful like in different ways, right? Every Everybody way of getting to, to, to success, it can be different. Every road can be a lot more turns. So one of us can be straight, but do what works for you, right? If, if, if if you feel like you want to quit your job, but you're going to find income somewhere else and it makes sense, cool. For me, I didn't. that wasn't a road that I took. I felt like me working was going to be able to fund more properties, more deals. So I continue working. I'm still going to continue working. You know what I mean? I'm still going to continue to buy property. Like I'm not, I'm not at that mark yet that I got to retire or whatever, but I'm working towards it, right? And I understand how it works. I'm not, not what I want to say. I won't. I don't want to get ahead of myself, right? Because I, I believe in this. I don't want to take an L and then take me out the game. I still want to play. Right, right. And that's important that you said that. Like, 
just with the, the pandemic, that that's a once in a lifetime thing that ever happened to any of us that, you know, on this call. Nobody could have foreseen people saying there's going to be a rent moratorium. Like, just imagine all those people that own a lot of properties and that was their only thing. Now they're bankrupt. They're suing. They're, you know, people having strokes because they can't take the stress. So, And then people like trying to get these properties from them, which I mean, I don't want, you know what I mean, buy a property that somebody's dealing with because they're under stress, but protect yourself, right? Buy smart, understand how it works and and give yourself a, a... Plan B, C, D, right? Just because, like you said, that COVID came and and some people, I, I hear horror stories, right? Like, you know, you talk to investors all the time. People don't pay for a year or whatever. Me and luckily, luckily all my tenants paid. All oh, of that's them. Dope. And I didn't that's have not, another one. I don't think one of them had Section 8. All the other ones was paying. No issues. Um, I get it. And I'm real, under, like I said, I'm an understand, understandable person. Like, I get it. Let's figure this stuff out together. I don't want to charge you late fees if I don't have to. Let's, let's work it to make it make sense because- I know people was going through a lot of issues, um, but I was protected, meaning I still had a job. I still was working. I still had reserve and I'm able to buy properties knowing that I'm 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 taken care of if, if, if something crazy happened. Right. So people right. people need to understand the, the plan B, C or D. Right. Don't just look at somebody Instagram post and see they're on a plane or they got a nice car and then all your reserve, you, 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 you purchase something that you shouldn't be purchasing or you quitting your job knowing that that's a guaranteed income. Like this is just a long game. Like I'm, I'm here for the long game. It's not an overnight success thing. I want to, I want to continue to buy properties and, and hopefully, you know what I mean? Teach my kids and give them their properties and their kids, 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 you know what I mean? It's just not for me. It's for everybody. After me, so. No, that's a that's fact. Dope. That's a fact. If you could, because you spoke on how, you know, you got a job, we work 10 to 12 hours, you got properties that you actually manage on your own. Can you talk about just what goes on the day in and day out life of you and just like, you know, what you do between days and weekends? Because a lot of times when people hear about people that have nine I'm to five busy. in business. I'm busy. <laughs> I, I go to work at five in the morning. I don't touch down here to like nine at night. You know what I'm saying? Right? Because it's, 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 it's kind of like, I, it's like the thing I said, I, you got to separate yourself from the average person, right? Like, like if you, if, 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 if you be the same as everybody else, we all stay the same. Like I feel like all right, if I work X amount of hours, right. I separate myself because my income can be higher. Then if I go work on these properties, right. I separate myself because I'm putting in more work than everybody else. So when I was buying, I don't do that as much now because um, I'm, I'm able to hire a couple more people now. Right. But my hustle was like, look, I'm, I'm, I got to figure this stuff out, right? If I can't pay for it because the budget ain't there, I get some sweat equity that I need to put, right? I need the property, work, and then fix these properties. So yeah, I get busy, man, five to nine, like every day, Saturday, weekends. But it's also discussion with my, with my wife, my kids, understanding like, this is, this is I'm, I'm looking at the bigger picture, right? Like sacrifice is necessary, right? Sacrifice yeah. is necessary. You want it as bad as you say you want it. People, there's somebody out there working harder than me, and that's and and, and that's surprising, right? Because I feel like I'm putting in so much work. But um, if you want it, sacrifices is necessary. But trust me, if you're doing it the right way, it'll it'll, it'll work out. So, how do you handle your property management? Do you um, like you do you have systems in place? Like I know you said your tenants can call you directly. Like how do you handle your property? So, so in the beginning, I was I mean my pops was more fixing properties, but now like. If, if something's leaking, it's called my plumber, right? Um, electrical issue, call my electrician. Um, it's nothing crazy. Like what, what people think dealing with tenants is bad. Like 
And I do hear horror stories like me. I got relationships like, hey, Al, this this is an issue. All right. Well, cool. Let me see if I can get somebody over there today or tomorrow, whenever. You know, what I mean, like and and hopefully we fix it. If not, we, we take further actions. But it's just a phone call. I pick it up like I'm just it's just I don't know. I don't I don't I don't get crazy phone calls. Like I remember one time that the basement was flooded with water and I called my plumber. He called down. He went over there. He fixed it. Charged me. Paid for it, and that was it. <laughs> and, and I love it. <laughs> bad because think about it, right? If 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 that happens once a month, right? That phone call probably took an hour from back and forth for for a month. I got paid X amount of money for that property. That was a, I mean, I, that, that that was an expensive hour I worked, right? I got paid that, but people just worry about that a little bit. Man, you get phone calls. Listen, you go to work, right? You you give them eight hours, right? Like this is my job. Like when, whenever I separate the this being a hobby, right? Or this is something that I'm just doing it just for fun. No, it's a business. I run I run I run this my business, Al Campbell Reynolds, like a business that I don't let the shit bother me. I don't let the little small thing bother me. That it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, you said you have one Section 8 tenant. How has that experience been for you? And will you get more Section 8 tenants? It's been cool. Um, Section 8, you know, just calling the city sucks because they, they 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 all backed up with stuff, um, getting in contact with anybody. But um, people people just strictly hit Section 8. Um, I, I, pick, I, I pick the people off of how I feel about them, right? They come with money or they come with Section 8. That really don't bother me. I just need mm-hmm. good daddy, right? Somebody come to my house like, oh, Al, Section 8 said they'll cover 100 percent of the, 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 the rent. Right. And, and I feel like they bad people. I don't I don't take them. I don't care if the money's there. Right. It could be a family that'd be like, look, man, I just, I'm just working, trying to feel like trying to pay this. I, I got I get this much income and I like them. I will pick them instead of just picking, chasing the money. Like, like I said, I, I want to put good people, people that I can talk to, like have relationship with them, not just for now, for X amount of time, like I said, I want to have long tenants. I want to have people, families in my houses that's going to take care of my houses like it's theirs. That's dope. That's, that's so dope. So what are you doing? So I know that you have your business. You, you're working at Coca-Cola. I need some soda. Can you send me a cake? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, what's next for you? Like, are you going to offer mentorships or courses or anything like that? I'll be thinking that. People be hitting me up heavy. Like, and, and, and it's just at the time, right? Like, like... Like, I wish I could help people for free, right? Because people be like, hey, Al, and eventually, you know, you're just giving a lot of information that people's not going to use anyway. Then you lose, you you take away your time, right? Like, Al, how you do this? And I'm sending them books. I'm sending them podcasting. I'm telling them what they do. And then six months later, hey, what was it Nothing. again? So, uh, <laughs> what are we, what we doing here? We, 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 we wasting time. So I said, if I could help people, yeah, it, it, it would have to be because somebody would have to pay just because it's like, if I, if I give you a book to read, right? Like you, you, you won't read it, right? Because I gave it to you. But if I tell you to go buy the book and you pay for it, now you invest it. You invest it. Exactly. Exactly. You got to read it. Right. So, so now it's like, but I don't know. I, I know a lot of people doing it and um, um, a lot of people want the, the mentorships and, I don't know. I'll be, I'll be going back and forth. Like, I'm like, should I start coaching? You know what I mean? Um, startup investors. And um, I don't know. I feel like I'll be taking people money. I don't want to do that. And uh, I mean, and I know that's the only way because like somebody told me, I got, I got information that people do need. So it's being selfish that I can start telling people that I can't just tell people 
every day because I don't have enough time. But um, I don't know. Soon, soon. I just got to I got to have somebody to set it up for me because I'm horrible on that. Like I need somebody to set it up, set. Just bring me the people like like (laughs) that I can do my thing. Right. Because I don't I don't feel like I, I should be charging people. Right. So I don't know. Soon. Right. Right. I, I'm so glad you said that because Tremaine and I, we give a lot of information like on our lives, on our posts, just about how people can get in the game because, you know, so many people is like, how do I get started? How do I buy my first property? And then you check in on them. At least I know I do. I, I'm sure Tremaine does too. I check on them in like a few a few months and I'm like, so hey, how's everything going? Oh yeah, I, I got to get back to that. And it's just like, look, we was on the phone for like an hour, you know, right. and I gave you all this good information and you ain't do nothing with it. So I get what you're saying, because it's just like it's a time suck, you know, because you are such a busy person in your business, but you do want to help people. But it's like, I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself, you know, 100 percent, 100 percent. And that's and that's what sucks, because if you can, you will. Right. We have enough time in a day. We just can't. And 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 people don't take that as a as like, all right, I'm going to run with. It. I had this one this one guy, this one kid. He actually bought a property like, and he actually in my groups now, like I have brought him into the invest. He only got one property, but he was like, I, I, he had sent me something like a year ago and I, and I answered him back and he bought a property. He was like, man, I bought a property because of you. Cause watching your videos and, 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 and that one DM that I sent back to him and told him where he should go. And he ran the same play and he, he got it. And I felt good about that, but I'm like, I wish I could help more people, but we can't, we don't have enough time. Cause we can't, we can't separate who's Who's want to do it and who don't? But what right. you said, it makes sense. If you pay for it, that's how you separate it, right? Because if you're going to pay for this, that means you're going to be invested, right? Because because now you got your you got money invested, so you got to run the plays, right? But if you don't, they don't care. You can give them a two hour lecture about from A to Z, and they won't run it because they just took your time for granted. So no, that's a fact. Right. That's a fact. And I just think sometimes I kind of was the other same way of thinking, like, you know what? I don't want to sell nothing. I'm not a I'm not a guru. Why am I selling something? But I think for me, what it was is sometimes you will see so much fluff out there. Like you hear people speaking about things that that we do as landlords. And you're like, wait, that's not how that goes. Or wait, you're not hearing it right. Like, you know what? Let me just tell them because for the longest I have been hearing everybody say, get a property manager. And it's like, wait, you can be a landlord yourself. It's not it's not what you guys think. And that's what kind of catapulted me to putting that same information out there and sharing my experience. And that's what you like. And that's what the guy told me. He was like, look, it's, no matter what you know, you know something that's going to help somebody. Right. Like what you said, like you call somebody saying, oh, get a property manager. The person on the other end, they hear like, oh, I need to have this. I need to have this. And you're like, you don't got to run it that way. Yep. Like I break down two scenarios. Yeah. Run this, but you're going to have to pay an eight, 10 or I mean, a." Uh, uh, eight or ten percent on that, right? Did, did you budget that, or can we, or or do you have enough time just to pick up the phone if somebody if you have an issue, right? So, so this is you, right? So it's good to have people like us, just just regular nine to five people, and finding um, trying to understand how this real estate work to give knowledge that we know, right? That that it is going to benefit some people. So, right. And that's that's so key. Like you said, like Tremaine seeing, you know, people, you know, probably regurgitating something they saw on Google or whatever. And that's not the real thing. So he's like compelled. Like, I need to share this with people because that can be a a roadblock for them. Like, oh, if I get this deal and I have to budget 10 percent for project management or property management, I'm not going to make that much money. So I'm just not going to do it at all. So it's, it's good that we share these nuggets. 
So at least people know, you know, we're doing it. We're giving you the real time play because this is something that we're doing in the field. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it is, is we it can work for anybody, right? It's not all right. If if that play is good for you, yeah, run that one. But we regular people. If you want to, there's a lot more regular people that's trying to start up. So yeah, that can be that can be a game changer. Not knowing the the um the the fees for that um property manager or not working or just trying to find money off your LLC. It's a lot of different ways that us regular people, we, we was able to learn our way. And then, yeah, we can help that because there is a lot more people with less money, right? Like people, people got these, these things like go buy a property for 50,000. Like how, who got $50,000? Right? Like not us. So hopefully the speech, you know what I mean? Just for the regular nine to five, which our podcast is right. So. Something you touched on earlier was LLC. What is your take on it? Do you have any properties under LLC? I need you to speak to that because so many people get tripped up with they can't start nothing until they got their LLC. People, wow. Um, I, I got a lot of them under my personal name. LLC, I got, I think I got two of them out of, when I got like 12 properties now. Um, you don't, you don't listen, man. Any, like, like if, if it works for you, but don't feel, do you? Do your education, right? Learn about it, right? You get an LLC. Like, I feel people will get an LLC, get T-shirts made, hats made. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Hoodie made. <laughs> Everything. LLC underneath it. Just because they feel like they need to have a business. That's not a big listen. Like, you can be your own business. Just buy it. Just do it. I got, like, I had this one phone call with this guy. And I'm like, you got a job? He was like, yeah, you got this? Yeah, you know, I got LLC. I'm like, hold up. You got a job? Yeah. How long have you been there? Um, five years. I'm like, I'm going to go to the bank. I look for a pre-approval. He was like, oh, I, I thought you could run the LLC. I'm saying, you could. You can also do it this way. And if you want to switch it later on, do it. Just don't get caught up in this big thing. Just because you get it, you can go online, get an LLC. Now everything got to run through that. It don't. It don't for me. If, if, if I would have waited for that, it, it, I wouldn't have been able to get where I'm at now. So, yeah, eventually I want to start building more LLCs. But listen, that's, that wasn't my play. And, and I found working at a job, you don't need an LLC. Right. Listen, just go out there and go to the bank, get a get a pre-approval and go get crazy. You know what I mean? So right. um, I think people, like I said, you said hoodies and T-shirts and hats. People just want, <laughs> people just want the, candles, the coffee mugs. Yeah. <laughs> How many properties you got? I don't know, but I got 10 LLCs. You're like, what? we're moving backwards. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. People think it's cute. I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, numbers got to make sense. The LLC don't make no money in my pocket. So yeah, It's so funny because I do consultations with people that want to buy their first multifamily. And that's one of the first questions that they ask me. Do I need to get an LLC? I'm like, no. First of all, you can't use FHA with an LLC because that's not how that works. And then the other thing is people don't know your interest rate is higher because it's a business. Your your insurance is higher. Like everything is higher because you're now an LLC, a business. When you buy under your name, under your personal name, every you can get things cheaper. So I'm just like, you don't want to start out the gate with everything being too high. You're going to cut into your bottom line so much. It's, it's not going to seem worth it to you. And then you're going to get discouraged and you're not going to keep building. So I'm just like, if you run in that FHA play, no LLC, just get it under your name. And that's the first time somebody even say it. Like, like, I hope you got like a million listeners right now, because that is what it is. People don't understand. Like, like, like people just think just because everybody else is doing it. You got a play that you can use an FHA to buy a triplex, like whatever you want to buy under your personal name. But no, because you feel that everybody's saying the LLC is the only way to do it. You're going to lose out. You're going to, your, your, your rent, I mean, your, 
your uh, interest rate gonna be higher, like you said. You probably won't get approved, or you got listen. Just run this play. Go to your local bank and see what you get approved for for your own personal name, and then build whatever you want to build after that. But that is that, that's great information. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like if you're trying to get in the game, just get in the game. Stop creating all these different obstacles before you even start. You know, you don't need a hoodie, you don't need a hat, you don't need a mug. <laughs> I, I need a keychain though. <laughs> but just but you know what just 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 buy a property and then as you buy it you learn right you figure exactly. stuff out like exactly. how i bought the first one is not how i bought my 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 12th one right but i'm I'm learning i'm still learning i'm a student i'm a student of, these, of this game and, and i want to continue to learn but what people tend just they they see everything that's one person doing and they're like oh i want to get to that right they don't yeah. see us before that yeah yeah so true so true so um, I'm I'm just so excited that you was able to you know chop it up with us today because you dropped some gems. We love the fact that you were just so authentic with your story, you know, and just basically it seemed like you just like keep it simple, keep it simple, and run yeah. the play. <laughs> yeah, are and it, I mean it. We do work, right? We get it in, but just understanding it's it, it's not hard, y'all. People make it harder than what it is, and it's not just numbers, right? Figure it out. I write numbers down all day. I'm over here figuring, analyzing, deal. But then when the play is good. I'm going to rerun it, run it again, run it again. So that's dope. That's a fact. That's a fact. Well, thank you for joining the podcast, bro. We appreciate you. If you could, can you tell the people that's listening where they can follow you at and reach out to you at? You can follow me at Al Camden Reynolds. Al Camden Reynolds. Um, That's my Instagram. I got a Facebook, but I'm heavy on Instagram. Love Instagram. Love that I'm able to put a camera in front of my face and talk my stuff. You know what I mean? And people... People that relate, you know what I mean? Um, the, the DMs I get that I'm able to inspire people. Like I said, I'm just a regular kid. It's understood this, 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 a little piece of life, and I'm able to help people um, get to the next level. So, Al Cam Reynolds, hit me up, DM me if you want any information, but just trying to figure this thing out. Student, still a student to the game. Thanks, thanks. Well, thank you so much again. And we can't wait to see what you do in the next 12 months. We know yeah. you're going to kill it. Yeah, I'll be on another closing table, man, making this thing work. <laughs> that's right. that's right. Let's do better, people. Yes. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the 9 to 5 CEO podcast. I'm Tremaine, a.k.a. the 9 to 5 Landlord. And I'm Zena, a.k.a. Zena Dixon, Inc. All right, man. Y'all be good. <laughs>